Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. My guest is Christy Whitman, and she is bringing in a communication from the Sacred Circle of Light, the Quantum Council of Light that is coming through her right now. And I'm going to actually start with a question, if I could, about protection. And how do you protect yourself from outside influences or forces or evil or vendettas and so forth? How do you, how would one best protect themselves from people with other agendas? We love this question a lot, Lisa. When you understand that light has your back and you are allowing yourself to partner in light, then there is even no need for the idea of protection. And yet, having a bubble of light, a deliberate, all of you can do this right now, imagine as if you are encased in a beautiful bubble of light, because all of you are, it just has your activation, your awareness, your intention that then actually activates it. You have your soul body. Your soul is five feet above, below your feet and your head, in front of you, behind you, all around you. If each of you can feel your soul's light, like a beautiful gold orb of light protecting you, blending with you, holding you, then you are in a higher vibration because you're in that awareness of that light. And when you are holding that high soul light, that soul connection, you are then drawing to you more that is of that higher frequency. And therefore, the focus then isn't even on the bad or what can happen or others. And the key to this, for all of you that are empaths that pick up a lot of people's energy, what happens is when you are focusing on other people, other people's agendas, other people's frequency, it is because you are not fulfilled in your own energy container. If you have a container that is filled to the absolute top, there's nothing else that's getting in that container. And the same is true for all of you. If you are filled up in your soul's light, then nothing from anybody else can penetrate in. Even if you're around someone that's in lack energy or they're maybe in fear or worry, if you're work, looking at them and focusing on their energy, then you start to transmute it. You start to resonate with it within your own physical body. But if you are holding your own light and you are filled up with, say, compassion because it's a neutralizer type of energy or higher, then Nobody else's energy gets in. You can notice them, but your own energy and focus is on within your own energy container, and then you are safe. That's a great advice. Great advice. I like that. Bubble of light. Encase yourself in the bubble of light. All right, let's go to our back to our callers. We have um, Adrian from Manhattan. Adrian has a question for the council. 
Uh, what is your question, Adrian? Okay, um, I, I just received a, you know, a couple months ago a diagnosis that requires surgery, and I've been having a devil of a time getting uh, you know a surgeon that will take my insurance. It's just gone crazy here, uh, and and uh, I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts on it. You know, I, I try to be positive. Like, this, this is going to work out. And you have, there's these waits, like a month wait just to get in for a consult. Then you get in and they tell you, oh, we're not, you know, uh, it, it, for this particular thing, we're not taking the insurance. It's, it's just I've never experienced this before. Okay. It, yeah, no, I, I hear you. So, so there, Yes, there's a lot of struggle energy in that. And there's a lot of resistance energy in that. And so what you want to do, and we are glad that this question came after what we just talked about, as you allow yourself to feel the compassion energy for what you've already been through, first of all, beyond even what you've just been through or are experiencing, allowing yourself to fill up and imagine that every single cell in your body, the trillions and trillions of cells are turning up upward towards the light and receiving in this compassion energy. Like all of those cells are like little cups filling up with compassion energy. That's good. So strengthen that even more, letting it come into your mind, letting your brain, your mind be filled with this compassion light, letting your heart open up to the possibilities and the openness of new solutions and letting your heart and all that it contains just hold that space of compassion and then move your focus down into your belly, into the emotional body and the energy that's already been building up, the frustration, that struggle energy, that worry, that fear, Put your hand on your belly and imagine that you're going to do an ab crunch, like you're going to squeeze all the juice out of an orange. And in that, just let all of that energy, all that worry, that frustration, all that struggle energy, just let that start to seep out and release out. As a matter of fact, as you are doing this and you can feel a very subtle, it's like a pulse. It's a very subtle energy by focusing on it and letting it start to release. Even underneath what has created the misalignment of your body to have, to be out of well-being, just allow your body to drain that out of your belly. And just feel as if it's just a deluge of energy is just releasing out of the belly and then filling yourself back up with a very calming, a very soothing compassion energy, giving yourself compassion for being diagnosed with this in the first place, having compassion for yourself, for any of the parts of you that are out of alignment with your well-being. And from here, then start to ask, the entire universe, your God self, your goddess self, the divine, 
to pour into you more alignment with well-being, to pour into you the energy of well-being. And any place that you resisted, any place that you had the diagnosis, any place where surgery is going to take it out, imagine that light is just pouring into those parts of your body and filling those parts up with light. And from here, move that energy in front of you like a golden brick road, like a yellow brick road, like a light-filled path to meet, to track, to bring in the perfect doctor, the perfect naturopath, the perfect someone that can help you return back to well-being. Oh, wait, you already have. You're already here. This is helping you right now return back to your perfect Mm well-being and continue to flow that energy through you and your container, moving that forward so that all roads are easy, are flowing, and feel good for the ultimate connection with your well-being, to your return to your wellness. Mm. Wonderful answer, and thank you for that, because... I love these questions. They're really good for every single person. Um, The next question has to do with um, a little bit of a change. Donna from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Donna, hi. Uh, Do you have a question for the council? Hi, Lisa. I'm so grateful that you had this show. This is, I've been looking forward to it. And uh, yes, thank you um, for the council. I, um, I, everything that I've heard in this show so far kind of builds on my question. Uh, from little on, I took care of my mother, and for the last 20 years, she's I've really been a caregiver to her. I stepped out of a career that I really did not. I kept finding myself in the engineering careers that I really just did not feel right in in my skin. And as I was taking care of her, I did some writing and some creative arts work. Uh, And then when she got really sick and passed, it was like when she passed, I lost my identity again. In the last year and a half, I've been trying to find a career, and it's been a struggle. I mean, I would love to go back to writing, but I don't know if that's a possibility. I know... You know, I could go back to my old career, but I never really felt good there. It never really felt like me. Um, Dear one, yes, dear one, we don't mean to interrupt you, but we want to get to the cut to the chase for this for you. When you think of your ideal career at this age and at this stage, what would that feel like for you if you not knowing the form because this is what christy did years ago before her writing and coaching and healing and channeling happened she realized that as a pharmaceutical sales rep she was not on purpose and she certainly did not feel passion so she started to cultivate the energy of passion and purpose which then created the book and the the coaching and all of that So as you think of getting back out there, so to speak, or doing something with creative self-expression, having a career that you love, 
what would that feeling, what would that essence be for you? In the writing, being creative, passing a message along through my books, an inspirational message to help people, but doing it in, you know, like a character fictional where people can relate to it. But I don't know if that's possible. Well, of course it's possible, but the feeling and the connection is what's absolutely necessary. So it's really, we, so we asked you, how would you feel? And then you described what you would be doing. What would you be feeling? Would you feel free? Would you feel creative? Would you feel passion? Would you feel purpose? Would you feel love? What's the essence? Because that is what needs to be coming from yourselves when you feel and cultivate everything anybody ever wants, whether it's a new career or the love of their lives or to have a baby or to make more money. It's always because they think they will feel a certain way in the having of it. As we wrote in the book, The Desire Factor, the fourth principle in manifesting what you want is the principle of having. And that doesn't mean having an actual form or a thing or a person. It means having the energetic experience before anything can manifest because everything is energy. And most humans go after what they want from action and from doing, but having the essence, the feeling, the fulfillment of the vibration is necessary to then attract what it is that you desire. So the focusing on what the writing and what that gives you, what you feel like when you're doing that, that will be an indication of the energy that you want to cultivate into every part of your being. You all have four bodies, not just your physical body. You have your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, and your energy body. And when all of those are in alignment with the essence, with the energy of what you want to experience, then, oh, well, the universe, by universal law, has to match it in the physical form. Mm, That makes beautiful sense, and it's great advice for anyone looking at career shifts. And by the way, thank you for being the caregiver that you were for your mother. And I watched my mother do the same thing when my father passed. She had a struggle with who I, who she was. And it comes around. And if my mother could do it at 82, you can do it too and find your passion again because you are a living, breathing human being and you get to experience your life now once and for all. This is fantastic. Fantastic news. Um, we have another caller, Lisa from Astoria, New York. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Uh, what is your question for the council? Thank you. Hi. Um, okay. Well, uh, over a year ago, I lost my beloved. He passed away. Um, we were only together a short time, but I do believe he's my soulmate. And um, from the beginning, I started to talk to him out loud in my mind. And I believe I was hearing him clairaudiently, just at Mm. first, just short phrases. And then a couple of months ago, I think my clairaudience really kicked in. And I have started to hear 
whole conversations with him. And just recently, um, I started to hear another spirit from the other side um, speaking with me. And I'm wondering, is this real or is this just, you know, wishful thinking uh, or a way to comfort myself, you know, with the, from the grief? I just want to know if it's real. Mm. It is real because you are experiencing it. That's how you know it is real. It is real to you because you're having this experience. Each one of you have so many guides. We like to say that you each have a stadium of light. And if you've ever looked at like a football stadium or a soccer stadium, all the seats, all the rows, all the sections are filled with guides to help you in your physical life experience. All of you, every single one, without exception, has this light support. And so as you start to cultivate a conversation, and by the way, your beloved is very much around you. You definitely have not lost this being it, it, very much in your presence. And so the, what you are feeling is real. Understand that the experiences that you have, you might be able to have someone negate them, or you may call yourself crazy, or you may try to negate them yourself. But when you accept them as your individual experiences and don't resist them, you have more of them and you have more expansion of them. And that's why the connection is getting deeper and deeper. The more you allow yourself to communicate with the divine or those on the other side, and you allow and accept this to be true, the more they reach out to you. It's like with any relationship. The more you are spending time and connection and investing yourself, the more there is to invest, the mm. more you will receive, the more benefit you will experience. Wonderful. And that great, I, I think we could talk about that a lot more about people hearing divine messages. And if you ha are at all, please call in. Let us take a quick break. We'll be back with the council right after the break. This is Lisa Gar. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar. My guest is Christy Whitman. And if you are interested in what she's doing in terms of channeling the council, you can check out her website, which is ChristyWhitman.com, W-H-I-T-M-A-N.com, and Christy is C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. So she's been bringing in the Sacred Council of Light, and we have wonderful callers. Are, um, is the council still ready for callers? Does that work? We are, dear. We are here. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Sounds like you have all the energy in the world, so that is we great. Do. <laughs> And all of you do, too, when you tap into that energy. Wow. That, that's appealing. Yes. Um, okay, let's go to our wild card line one. We've got Anise in Miami, Florida. Did I get your name right? Hi, Miss Gar. Yes, it's right, Anise. Wonderful. Uh, my, my wife and I love you guys, and Gina and Tommy, you guys are fantastic. We love the Coast to Coast uh, oh. family and all. Well, welcome, um, and thanks for being a part of it. Thank you so much. I wanted to ask the um, Council of Light. I've um, I've kind of had uh, some issues in the past, and um, 
My counsel is kind of, well, I've been blocked for a little while, and I think my counsel might have been a little not happy with what I've done. And uh, when is it that I can actually be released so I can be re-energized to be able to do good a lot better than what I'm doing now? What will that well, Dear one, we would recommend that you bring in compassion for yourself, compassion for choices you've made, the compassion for the judgments you've given yourself, because the beating yourself up for anything, for any of you, for things that you've done in your past or you didn't do in your past only keeps you stuck in the past. But when you are allowing yourself to feel the compassion, the shoulda, coulda, woulda type of stuff that, or the regret, when you allow yourself to feel the compassion, you are now closer to feeling and connecting back with your own stadium of light, with your own guides, with your own guidance, and with that flow of energy from your divine self. And compassion really is that neutralizer that lets you forgive yourself. Because when you're judging, criticizing, persecuting yourself for things that you've done in the past, and let's just face it, all of you humans are in a process of moving, growing, expanding, and sometimes it's a not a mistake, but it's a misstep, or it's doing something that you didn't know that then brings you to an awareness of knowing it. So in letting go of those parts that didn't know, letting go of those parts that would have done something differently if you would have known differently, letting yourself feel that compassion is that neutralizer. Because if we may, there's three states of energetic being that you can be in. There's lack or insufficiency, and that's when you're beating yourselves up and you're criticizing yourselves. That's where lower emotions, any fears and doubts, and any place of feeling you're not enough come from. And then there's the second aspect, which is the neutralizer, which is satisfaction, which is fulfillment, where peace and harmony are in. But compassion is that energy, it's that energetic connection between the lower level energy of lack and the middle ground, allowing you to feel the release. And then, of course, after you feel that compassion and you feel neutralized and you're looking for positive aspects, then you get into abundance, which is where all sufficiency, which is where your divine design is. That's where your divine lives and doesn't deviate from that. So at the more you can inch your way up into the higher frequencies and feelings, the better off you will be. And then you can, it's like pushing a reset button on yourself in your life. So compassion is not something you try to give out to everybody else. It, you can't give away what you don't have. So a practice of self-compassion. And it first starts with the energy. You can allow yourself to feel the energy. And then you can even feel the physical touch, your physical touch to yourself, rubbing your arms, squeezing yourself, rocking yourself, 
holding your hand over your heart or your belly. Your physical touch is important and giving that soothing, nurturing, comforting. It's like someone wrapping a nice warm blanket around you when you're cold or sitting next to a warm fire when you're cold or grabbing a nice cup of hot something to drink. That soothing, that comforting, that physical touch even. And then to tell yourself compassionate things. It's okay. You're forgiven. I let you off the hook. You're doing all right. Life is good. Infinite source loves you unconditionally. You are infinitely loved. You are okay. Whatever you can say to yourself. So the energy, the physical touch, and then the words of affirmation for that compassion will help shift you. And if you're already in a space where you're feeling the resentment and you're feeling the lower level emotions, we talked about it earlier. This is really about mastering your own energy and mastering your own emotions. And your emotional body is your gut. So going into your belly, feeling the pulsation of that energy to release it and then filling yourself up with compassion. Mm-hmm. That is the key, dear one. Yes. Wow, that's that's really well said. So compassion for where you are and where you're going. Um, so many calls coming in. It's it's. I'm just going to go in order here. We've got Brian from Longmont, Colorado. <clears throat> Do you have a question for the council? Brian, good, yeah. It's good, you. Good job. Uh, Good evening, good morning, dear ones. Um, Hello, dear one. Uh-huh. I am uh, uh, somewhat wrapped up uh, in similar things. I, uh, within the last month, I've had my 80th birthday. Happy I've birthday. been uh, a Buddhist, which I'm very devoted to, Tibetan style, for since uh, for about the last 40 years. But I seem to... Um, hesitate, uh, practice, uh, find other things to do. And uh, somewhat similar, I think, maybe to the the very previous call, Mm. but but, um, wondering how I can um, go forward, I guess. Stay on track with your spiritual quest? Uh, I, I wonder if it's possible to uh, have both. Now, I sometimes get the uh, 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 the feeling, the statement that, well, you should just follow one path, but I wonder if I could uh, keep the Buddhism to some extent and maybe also pick up on what the, uh, the quantum console is doing. Well, dear, it's all one, really. It's all about compassion. It's all about living in the alignment with the greater teachings. The Buddhist and Buddha himself was a great energy master. Christ himself was a great energy master. It's all about mastering your energy. It was Buddha himself that said, your thoughts create. And and that when you are allowing positive, affirming, life-giving thoughts into your mind, that's what helps you feel good. So it all is 
really a culmination of understanding that you are a being of light and that you as a human being in these bodies are that conduit to that light. Each of you are, Lisa asked us earlier, she asked Christy earlier, can you learn how to be a channeler? All of you are because you're channeling light all the time. You're channeling energy. And so, yes, of course, in this infinite universe, there isn't just one thing or one aspect. It's like saying, oh, there's only one book that will you'll need or will you'll enjoy for the rest of your life. Follow your path with great anticipation and joyful expectation. And yes, go with what feels good. Compassion is a very Buddhist trait. And we are very much wanting each human being to learn how to master self-compassion. Because when you do that for yourself, then you can have compassion and non-judgment, which is also very Buddhist, of, uh, uh, compassion versus criticism and non-judgment. Any type of resistance that any of you are feeling you can neutralize it with compassion and then choose a higher energy to flow. Mm. Yes, I, it seems to be compassion is a great theme tonight that keeps that keeps coming through, and that's a good theme. It has definitely a lot of uh, a universal message for many, many people. Um, and speaking of compassion, Chelsea is calling in. She's a first-time caller, and she is from Everett, Washington, where George and Tom go every year. <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. Have you ever been to the event that George does in Everett? I have, actually. <laughs> yes, Very good. My, my, my brother and I went there last year. It was awesome. Fantastic. Well, welcome to the Coast to Coast family. Do you have a question for the Council of Light? Um, yes. So um, my mom died about 11 years ago, and... Um, she was such a spiritual person and mm. always I had hoped that I would get more um, like message or just knowing that she's okay from the other side. But she, she visited me once about a year after she passed. Then after that, there's just been nothing in them. So I'm wondering if I'm like blocking, blocking um, some kind of guidance from her or guidance from you right. know, spirit guides, or I just feel blocked. <laughs> Good question. That's a great question, dear. Yes, so as we were saying earlier, all of you have your stadiums of light, and those that you have known very intimately in your life, like your mother, is in the front row of that stadium. And so it is just as simple as asking and intending. You see, those on the other side, in, including energy, in, this is not an assertion-based universe. It's an attraction-based universe. So they even have universal laws that they have to adhere to. They are not just going to impose themselves on you. So it's a matter of saying, Mom, I'm open to receiving your guidance. I'm open to receiving your your." proof of, of you're on the other side. By the way, when they transition, they're always better than okay. They're pure, positive light. So 
your mom is very much dancing in light right now and would love to connect with you. So here is a way that you can do this. There's many ways. Here's one. Feel the soul of your mother. See her as a being of light coming out of the stadium and joining you at the 50-yard line or on that center stage. And as you have your own soul light surrounding you, see her as a soul. And allow yourself to connect your heart center, opening up your heart, and connecting a line of light from your heart center to her heart center, opening up a pathway of communication. And letting yourself to send out love and gratitude from your heart center to her soul. And then allowing yourself to receive that energy back from her soul. This will open up the pathways of communication. It really is your intention, not from a place of fear or feeling that you're missing something. Because remember, we just talked about The feeling of missing something or you've missed the boat or you're focusing on blocks is in lack. And that needs to be neutralized with that compassion energy. And once you do, then connecting with your mother, you can have all sorts of connections. Christy's sister transitioned over 25 years ago. She had committed suicide. And... Christy immediately started receiving connection and information from her sister. And she might feel for months uh, that there's no connection. But the minute she says, hey, sis, I want communication. Can you help me out with this? She gets it immediately. Mm. So they are always there to support you. Huh. Wow, that's that's wonderful messages and refreshing for anyone who has been when someone experiences a loss like that from someone who's so close to them, the grief takes a while. It's like a river. It's got to flow. And maybe that's when the communication can start to open up again. And it's always there. It's just a matter of tuning into it and listening to it. It is. And let's say something about what you just brilliantly said, Lisa. When someone is in grief and they're not processing their grief, i.e. the emotions that come up and the phases of grief, you're, as a human being, in the sense of I've lost them, I'm grieving, I'm sad or I'm angered or I'm, I'm whatever the emotion is that you're feeling, and you're too far uh, apart from the vibration of the one that has transitioned. So, for example, we have helped lots of people that have had a transition of someone such as a partner or a mother or father. And when they are in the grieving part of it, it's difficult for them to see, hear, experience them because the vibrational variance of where they are is so different from where the human is. And they're in their despair. They're in their lower level emotion. They're not in the higher connection or in receiving mode of that higher vibration. So as you are processing your own grief and you are letting out the guilt or sadness or whatever it may be, then you can be an open channel to receive the higher frequencies. It's like what's happening right now. 
Christy gets, puts herself into the highest vibration that she can find for herself in human form because she has to raise her vibration in order for us to come through. We mm. need to lower our vibration yeah. in order for her to receive us where she needs to raise her vibration ah. in order for there to be a meeting in the middle. Ah, wonderfully said. So we're going to take this moment. I am going to go through the break here. We still have a board full of like over 12 callers here. So please stay with us. We will be right back. I am Lisa Gar. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM.